This podcast is brought to you by Central, helping schools work smart. I'm Colin Klupik, and you're listening to Central Station. It's been a packed term three this year, and I've had the pleasure of conducting some great interviews with passionate educators from around Australia. When you dive into what's actually going on, it doesn't take long to find some really great stories. In this episode, we'll take a look back over a few highlights from term three. And we'll start with what's actually going on in students' brains. Wouldn't it be good if we could actually improve students' capacity to learn before we even started teaching them anything? Check out my conversation with learning innovator Peter Barnes. The curriculum the teachers are delivering to them will be learnt better because um, we're improving the students' brains. This is a new paradigm, right? We've never thought about, or until recently, thought about uh, how to get better education results other than let's get better teachers, let's mm. beat the teachers up, let's, you know... Increase funding. Increase funding. Build more halls. Build more halls. All of that stuff. Let's change the curriculum. So the curriculum, yeah, let's get a better curriculum. That'll fix it all. What, what's been forgotten or not recognised until this neuroscience revolution came along was that if you can improve the brains of the students, yeah. the learning capacity of the students, that's a surefire way of getting better educational outcomes. Yeah, sure. So I think it's inevitable that this is going to expand. The use of this is going to expand. Well-being is also a major focus in schools these days. And in fact, we've got a special series of interviews on well-being coming up in October with Deputy Principal Kylie Fabry from Callaghan College in Newcastle. But one other conversation I had on the subject of well-being was with Greg Robinson, and he's the head of students in the senior school at Hunter Valley Grammar School. They're doing some great work with their students with respect to well-being and the concept of mindfulness. And I suppose that would make you very present in the moment too. And that's the whole aim. It's being present in the moment. The the students, um, after one of the sessions, a number of them were going off to a debate that they were actually quite worried about. And they said the difference it made to them to... They did the session where they focused on the breathing um, and they were very still and, uh, and just focused on their body at, the, at that time. The difference that that made to them, they said, was incredible. The, the anxiety dissipated and they felt really focused and they were ready to, to go into the debate. And there are advances being made in technology in places that we wouldn't perhaps normally go looking for them. Brad Fuller is Director of Music at Northern Beaches Christian School in Sydney, and he's been using emerging technologies to create innovative music programs that simply would not have been possible years ago. It's having a transformative effect on his students and classes. Yes, and I think we've seen uh, the technology has enabled a whole raft of new musics uh, not just new, new ways of making music but new music and so uh, when I started there well I, I came up in the time where where uh, rapping became something that people could do that was a new way of, of people expressing themselves uh, and then electronic music uh, has has well, now that we can use computers to, as sound sources uh, that has changed everything. There are new instruments that connect to computers with buttons and dials and switches. So there's a whole host of new opportunities for people who weren't traditionally attracted by 
violins, flutes and oboes and the dots, as you say, uh, there's a, a whole new frontier for people to express themselves. Um, but at the same time, you could still be somebody who loves the oboe and the dots, but you might also go out and DJ on the weekend. <laughs> or perhaps try to find some way. If you're looking for new insight on how to teach maths, and particularly the really difficult stuff, then you'll want to check out a conversation I had with maths teacher Steve Howard. He makes the really complex concepts easy to talk about and offers some great courses for teachers through Teacher Training Australia, or TTA. And uh, let's say a topic, mathematical induction. It doesn't matter because some of your readers or listeners won't uh, know about it. But <laughs> Of course, well, everyone knows exactly what you're talking about. Let me, let, let me just be clear on that. Oh, we all know what you mean, of course. Yeah. Induction, yeah, I get that. <laughs> and, and the important thing is delving through and finding every idea what it, what they were about you know you, you just saw that panic set in because mm. they had no clue what the rest of us were talking about all the kids were all the other kids were fine because they understood what it was and they they saw it as a tool that that undid something else and uh, yes yeah, so i think if they can see the point then you know that they can really shoot for the stars eventually now you've been teaching maths to students for quite some time you say you come from a long line yeah. of maths teachers but now you're trying to And whilst we're on the subject of maths, if you find that engaging your students is proving too difficult, then you'll definitely want to check out my conversation with maths teacher and PD presenter Richard Andrew. He's got some great ideas about teacher transparency and how it was actually him in the classroom that was one of the first major hurdles. It's a light-hearted look at a very serious topic. Yeah, but I had a pretty major epiphany um, probably in the early 2000s when I discovered there was this idiot in my classroom who was just making my job way much harder than it needed to be. No, seriously, it was... And if you're looking for ways to just switch off from this super-connected life we all live, then you'll get a lot of insight from my conversation with tech entrepreneur Monica Wolf. She's the host of the Digital Life Podcast, which is a show dedicated to helping us all use our technology more responsibly by doing what she calls connecting with intent. Monica, one of the things that I really love about your emails is the tagline. And I've heard of this kind of thing once before where someone checks their emails at certain times of day because they're quite particular about their productivity. Can you just run me through that tagline and and why you got there? Yes. So I check my emails at 10 a.m. and at 3 p.m. And I say, if you need to get me between those times and it's urgent, you have my mobile number. And the reason I do that is 100% for productivity. Um, I was, I'll admit, afraid to do it previously. I, I, um, in one of the recordings that I did for my own podcast, we got talking about that. And I was like, oh, I should do that. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. And then I was like, no, I'm going to do that because I do value my productivity. I value my non-email time. And so far, I haven't had any complaints. I feel like I'm getting to inbox... So it's been a great Term 3, and we've got more great interviews coming up in Term 4, covering topics like Cultures of Thinking with Simon Brooks, and some more in-depth discussions on wellbeing with Deputy Principal Kylie Fabry. We look forward to sharing those with you soon. So stay tuned and stay subscribed. And if you found this podcast helpful, then please share it with your friends and colleagues. They can subscribe on their favourite podcast app or visit the website, central.com.au slash podcast. 
I'm Colin Klupik. Until next time, bye for now.